Laserfiche is the leading SaaS provider of intelligent content management and business process automation. Welcome to our podcast, The Human Side of B2B Technology, with Laserfiche's Noel and Noel, where we'll hear from two members of our team about how our team and our customers use B2B technology to make an impact. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, Episode 2, How to Start a Corporate Social Responsibility, or CSR, Program. Noel Payne, you helped launch our CSR program here at Laserfish, right? Yes, I did. And what are the benefits of having one? That is a great question. So there are many benefits of having a CSR program for companies. And it isn't something that's exclusive to large companies. There are CSR programs of all shapes and sizes, from little mom and pops to giant corporations. So there's a lot of exciting stats um, that highlight, yes, we love numbers, (laughs) um, that highlight, um, how and why CSR is so impactful, um, at different companies. So let's start with Gen Z workers Mm -hmm. who are the future of the workplace, right? So over 80% of Gen Z workers consider CSR as a significant factor when looking at a new place to work. Mm -hmm. And 70% would consider a pay cut if it meant working for a more socially responsible company. I like where their heads are at. (laughs) I know I've said it before, and I'll say it again, but it is one of the selling points for me coming to Laserfish. Love that. It worked. It did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, LinkedIn found that 75% of candidates research a company's online reputation before they apply for a role, mm-hmm. which this makes sense. Yeah. Um, and CSR is a way to boost the image of a, of a company and to highlight that they're socially responsible and have um, great values. It's more than just work. Like we spend so much time here so around time. these people that we work with. Um, supporting this larger organization and their vision, it's nice when there's a little something that can be a little more human. You get what I'm saying, right? Like there's just this little touch that makes it a little more personal outside of just, so I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to believe in the work that you're doing and who you're working for. Exactly. So you're more invested. And in addition to that, research shows that companies with CSR programs have a 6% higher market value than companies without CSR programs. On the customer side, having a CSR program really helps with customer retention. I've had several customers when I was on the um, K through 12 side that were really happy to be advocates for us because of the social impact work we do and how much they believed in the mission and what the company was doing. So that is also a huge selling point. If you look at a lot of these B2C companies. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, like... Tom's is one of the first companies that came to mind where you buy a pair of shoes, they donate a pair of shoes. Um, There's a lot of people who just love Tom's and are really happy to spend money with them because they know their money is also going towards some social good. And on the business side, we have RFPs and RFIs, right? So like government organizations and financial and um, educational institutions put out these things called RFIs, requests for information, requests for requests for proposals. Um, and in them, we are seeing so many um, of them have questions about if we're a minority-owned business, mm-hmm. um, what impact we have in the communities, 
And when um, we closed the deal with Los Angeles Unified School District, 5% of their scoring criteria was around CSR. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's, you know, way to go, LAUSD. (laughs) (laughs) And creating a CSR program that gets us noticed leads to increasing our brand awareness and our local reputation, our national reputation, and even our global reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to take away too much time from what we came here to talk about, but I loved this little background. So, Noel, maybe you want to help us learn a little bit more about how you got involved with CSR at Laserfish and how one might start a program on their own. Happy to. Um, In starting a CSR program, there is no one-size-fits-all. So Laserfish is a B2B company or a business-to-business company, so it might look a little different from starting a CSR program at another company or organization. But here's how we did it. And these can really be done in any order, um, so I'll just kind of take you through our experience. So the first thing that we did was find your people. So we found like-minded coworkers or people in the community who believed in CSR and are passionate about it. We started our CSR program in a very grassroots way. So here we had a club, a volunteer club, um, that had been doing volunteer um, events in the community. And essentially we thought, hmm, why don't we have Laserfish sponsor us? Um, And so with that, we established a committee and we started brainstorming on how to change this from a club to a company program. Number two is define your purpose. So our CSR program aligns heavily with our company value of care. So we created a mission and pillars of the program. The three pillars of our CSR program are DEI, the environment, and the next generation. I have a question. Yes. What do you mean by the next generation? Like next generation laser fish or the community? Great question. The next generation for us was a cute way of saying youth. Oh, so nice. Case. Yeah. The third thing we did was we chose our nonprofit partners. And so you want to make sure that these align with your purpose, your company's mission, your values, Um, And this was one of the hardest things that we had to do, I think. Um, It was was relatively easy for us to figure out, you know, what we wanted to focus on in the pillars of our program. But there are so many nonprofit organizations out there. And so we did a lot of whiteboarding, a lot of meetings to kind of narrow it down. Um, You know, there are a lot of big, well-known names, and then there are a lot of local nonprofits. And so we wanted to make sure we had sort of a balance and what would fit well with our company culture. We eventually settled on some nonprofit partners, and that's evolved over the last couple years. But what you can do is you can ask employees what they're passionate about to get them invested. Neeling Wacker, the founder of our company, was very passionate about the YMCA, and so that was one of the ones that was a, a sure thing for us to, to establish a company partnership with. The fourth thing that we did was to get leadership buy-in. So once you sort of have a vision for your program and the partners that you want to support, 
establish a relationship, have some great conversations with maybe someone on the executive team or someone in upper management um, that will support and kind of back the initiative and program when you come and take it to the rest of the executives. The other way that you can do it is you have an executive champion and then they go to the rest of the executive team for support and approval. So this can can vary depending on, you know, your company org chart and what makes sense. We were very lucky in that we had multiple members of the executive team who were a part of things pretty much from the beginning. So it was, they made that part of it, the approval part, much easier and um, took care of the rest of the leadership team and getting buy-in from them. Number five would be to request a budget. So now that you have an idea of your nonprofit partners, maybe leadership approved them or gave you some new ones that they wanted you to look into, I would have meetings or calls with all the nonprofits to see what their sponsorship levels are, what their sponsorship costs are, and what they include. Then from there, you'll have an idea of their events for the year and can create a drafted plan for your CSR program for the rest of the year. The sixth item you should do when starting a CSR program is to track data and report on it. So as soon as we started our CSR program, with every event that we had, we kept track of all the employees who volunteered and for how long they volunteered. And then we were able to synthesize all of this at the end of the year to report on how many meals we served, how many boxes of food we packed, how many pounds of trash we cleaned up, um, how many employee hours... Um, we volunteered, and then we could track it in subsequent years as well. Um, Tracking the data and reporting on it helps us to ask for money for the next year. Smart. Oh, yeah. (laughs) To identify what's working, what's not working. And we do this probably in the last quarter of every year, start compiling everything. And then we set our budget for the next year. Six easy steps. I love it. Yes. I tried to make it nice and clear. So I'm curious, Noelle, like those six easy steps, cool, cool, cool. But at Laser Fish, are you the only one that started this program or are there more people? What am I missing if I'm missing anything? (laughs) That's a great question. So originally we had a committee and then we had volunteers from each of the nonprofit partners we went with that was in charge of that relationship with that nonprofit. So outside of their, you know, typical job here at Laserfish. Um, And eventually we created a position for a CSR program manager. Oh, okay. So that makes sense why I know Noelle as our CSR guru. So I'm curious, like a lot of things changed because of the pandemic. Has that changed how the CSR program operates? And if so, how? Well, that was the how. I don't need two hows. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It definitely has changed the CSR program and how we function. As the pandemic changed the way most things function, I think, especially in the workplace. Um, So prior to COVID, we had so many in-person, hands-on volunteer opportunities and events that we participated in. When we got sent home, that drastically changed. Um, suddenly we weren't able to get together in person and nonprofit organizations who, um, tend to do a lot of their fundraising through events, um, and sponsorship of those events suddenly didn't have them. 
Mm-hmm. But organizations and companies like Laserfish um, still wanted to make an impact and more so support more than usual um, through these trying times. So um, we took our initiatives either virtual or we changed the way that we were supporting the organization. And so a great example of this is the Long Beach Rescue Mission. We used to volunteer um, once a month to serve dinner to people experiencing homelessness, and we couldn't do that. So instead, we decided to sponsor meals at the Long Beach Rescue Mission for the entire month of December instead. Yeah. So it was a higher financial lift, um, but it was a way that we could make an impact without physically being on site. Okay, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Well, I'm really glad that you are running this program. I know I said it in the last episode, and I said it earlier in this episode, but it really, truly was one of the things that made me excited about joining the Laserfiche team. So I'm really glad you're running this program. It's something that I definitely don't utilize enough, but I I plan on doing more. I'm getting settled in. I'm getting settled in, got the job ready to go, and I want to do more because this kind of thing means a lot to me. So... I'm so happy to hear that. And, you know, one of the things that we did in the last, you know, year or two is we established a volunteer time off program. So whereas before you kind of had to get just manager approval for participating in anything, um, now all full-time employees have 16 hours of volunteer time off to use to volunteer with um, any nonprofit of their choice. So that was something really exciting that came out of COVID was instead of employees just being able to volunteer with whatever is um, on campus, they had the opportunity to volunteer um, in whatever setting they wanted with whatever organization that was close to them and that they were passionate about. It's exciting. So Laserfish has a reach far beyond just our immediate community. It's like our staff. Our staff is supporting their community. So by extension, Laserfish is just spreading the good all around i love it see this is this is what makes it feel good to work here so nice we're trying yeah Laserfish is the leading SaaS provider of intelligent content management and business process automation and our mission is to inspire everyone on how technology can change the world 